0: Planning your funeral. Have you thought about that? You should find out more on this edition of Dr. Death and the Humorist. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Dry. I'm the humorist part, and Doctor Death is the one and only Doctor Lisa Oliver. Hey Lisa, how are you? Hey,
1: hey Jerry, I'm good. Hi everybody.
0: Did everybody say hi back? I didn't no, I wasn't.
1: I imagine someone's listening to us. I can't imagine who you are. Well,
0: yet, but... let's hope so. So <laughs> we want
1: to talk about uh,
0: planning your own funeral rather than someone else's. Mm-hmm. This is true. How does that work? I mean, obviously it's something you would have to do in advance because after the fact, it's a little hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you kind of out of the picture by then. But here's the reason why. So we have five reasons why you want to plan your funeral. And, all right. you know, and we've all been there. I mean, we've all been in a situation where we think Aunt Martha should wear the yellow dress with the long sleeves. And then someone says, no, I think Aunt Martha really loved this blue dress. Or, you know, it, we again, instead of gathering in love and remembrance, we're having arguments and we're fighting. And it's just, you know, we just have to stop this craziness. Life is crazy enough. Let's not, let's deal with the things that we can deal with. And that's one is planning our own funeral.
0: So you don't want to put uh, a dress or a suit on someone who who has said, I wouldn't be caught dead in that thing. (laughs) You you don't want to do that just to prove them wrong. That's what you're saying. (laughs) Well, you could, but I guess they could be haunting you for
1: the rest of your day. So I don't know. But yeah. So the number one reason that you want to plan your funeral is that you want to ease the burden on your family. It's just like what I was talking about, you know, folks, they all have these ideas about what grandma should wear or what fun, what funeral music should be playing. And I, I don't know. It You just want to ease the burden on your family. So that's one thing. We have I all been there. huh?
0: Good, I think that's a wonderful idea yeah. uh, because uh, there's enough decisions that they're going to still have to make that they don't need to have to be you know, making those kinds of decisions at that, particular difficult time absolutely
1: and then the second thing is that you want to assume the financial responsibility for your funeral and this is really nothing drives me crazy and folks forgive me if y'all had to do this but it drives me crazy to see gofundme sites to pay for funeral i can see if it's a child or something but if it's a grown person let's take responsibility financial responsibility for our own funeral if there is no money fine just tell your families no money then they can have the county bury you for free but i just see a lot of people go and i have i've seen a lot of people go into debt or they get they feel guilty because they can't give mama the funeral they believe mama wanted. it
0: well, plus I like to reserve my GoFundMe opportunities for my trip to the Caribbean yeah. or some other fabulous vacation yes. that I'd like to take.
1: Yeah, something I can enjoy <laughs> while I'm alive is not well, going to be, you know. Uh. Well, then let me
0: ask you this. Don't uh, a number of funeral homes do uh, prepay kinds of situations where you can have it all taken care of yeah, before that's- it- Yeah, Yeah. And and that's a pretty good financial investment because if let's say you do, you pay for your funeral now and live another 30 years, then you've beaten all that inflation because the funeral 30 years from now is going to cost thousands more than a funeral today.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And then there's also because you're paying for everything. If I remember correctly, there's even something called a vault. Opening fee? I mean there's a lot of things that one doesn't take into consideration. So yeah, if you went to a funeral- uh, wait, 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 what? wait, 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 wait what?
0: a wait a vault.
1: Opening a fee. Opening fee. Yes. I don't well, know.
0: Okay, just lay me on top of it then.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, you're Save up. a buck. Stop it. Go but back to your point. If you went to a funeral home and did a, a prepaid um a prepaid funeral and You'll save money on inflation as something your family does not have to worry about. So that's excellent. You might need to call Dr. Death. Did you know a little bit about this? (laughs) (laughs) You want your family. Oh, this is number three. You want your family to have the benefit of a meaningful funeral. If you planned it out, it's obviously meaningful for you. So that gives your family an out and they just do what you want. And again, that makes a difficult situation a lot less difficult. Okay. And your fourth one, you want your final wishes to be followed. Your final wishes can't be followed if you don't have it written down. Or better yet, if you don't have it already paid for with the funeral home. If no one knows what your wishes are, no one can follow them. Exactly. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And you want to lead by, number five is to me, you want to lead by example. You want to be self-reliant and have your affair in orders at the end of life. You know, there's nothing worse than just leaving everyone to clean up your mess. <laughs> so, be reliant, you know, be self-reliant, have your affairs in order, do what you're supposed to do. You know, so that means um, take care of your funeral, pay for it, and let everyone know where the funeral documentation is. And I have a sixth one. Ah, you know, and it came from the movie Black Panther, which I've never been to Black Panther, and as a black person, I think my black card is going to be rescinded anytime now. I must be the only black person I've seen it, but
0: well, that's okay because I I saw it, and uh, so I got a sort of an honorary temporary oh, black card, okay. you know, for that, you know. So. <laughs> I see you, okay. It's a it's a great movie.
1: It's you should see it. I I guess I have to see when it comes on Netflix or something. But <laughs> okay. okay, so this is what I'm told. T'Chaka, T'Chaka told the son T'Challa that a man who has not prepared his children for his death has failed as a father. So there you go. T'Chaka said it. (laughs) So you you don't want to fail your children is what you're saying. You don't want to fail your children. And yeah, I guess that is kind of right because you know, you're going to die and while your children may not want to face the fact that they're not going to have their parents. As a parent, you need to take care of these things.
0: So have you got uh, all yours mapped out? You know what yours is going to be like? And what you know you want
1: what? I and, and Shame. I'm hanging my head in shame. But I don't. I had this funeral planning guide that I developed. It's 34 pages long. And I have not done it yet. So that's bad for me. But I'm human. Life happens in the way. <laughs> Life gets in the way. But, you know, I want my body sent to the body farm in Knoxville, Tennessee. Or is it chattanooga and so it's a forensic um program they have there so that's what i that's so what you're you're
0: giving your body to science
1: i am and i'm Why? gonna let i'm gonna let the animals pick at me and and whatever and you know and then what's so cool about that program is that after they're done doing whatever looking at your bones they can cremate them and you can get the ashes back your family can get the ashes back if they want mm. So it's really kind of cool. it is
0: Yeah, I I uh I offered my body to science and science said they didn't want it. So I don't know. <laughs> no, for uh, real. Okay. I I said take a number. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but for
1: real though, you know what? It's some medical schools, because I was thinking was the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, right? So they came to the hospice one time and to talk about body donations but really your body has to be in perfect shape I mean you can't be overweight I'm not saying you're overweight Jerry because you have lost a significant amount of weight but there's just certain things you know that you have to be a perfect specimen so I know you were joking but yeah for real some of these places don't want you if you're not you know gosh you're being discriminated against because you're alive, but you're also discriminated against when you're dead because you're too fat, you're too tall. Well, that seems oh. only fair. You're too ugly. Uh, I mean, what? What the hell? Okay, so anyhow.
0: My self-esteem is taking a hit now, so. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying. Not as, bad as, not as bad as when I was at the Murray State University mm-hmm. uh, a number of years ago, and they were offering people $10 an hour to pose nude for the art students. Oh, God. And they they offered me fifteen dollars an hour to keep my clothes on. <laughs> but a buck is a buck. That's so, you know. what I'm talking about, okay. You got five dollars so, more than you would have. That, that's right. I made I made it, <laughs> made it I made out on it. But I have thought about my funeral and not and you know, Jenny and I talk about this all the time. We need to write it down, we need to plan it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I start talking about it, people say, "Yeah, nobody wants to do that." Yeah. Uh, Because I was thinking about, you know, going to a taxidermist and, you know, mm. getting stuffed and laminating. Just stand me there, you know, and come by. <laughs> people can high five me and stuff like that. <laughs> ah, Lord, have mercy! You know? You no, know, um, I mean, put me in the corner of the living room. You know, people <laughs> say, "Hey, that looks just, just like, like Jerry. Jerry." That is Jerry. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I've, you were talking about getting the <laughs> the ashes back after cremation and that right. is seriously, the cremation is one of the things that we, we, we're considering, seriously. Right. And, uh, I also have heard that you can take those ashes and things and uh, people create like jewelry. Yes. Uh, you know, what's the story with that?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Like I said, there's a couple of places on the internet, you send the ashes and they would spin it into a piece of real pretty jewelry that where you can see the ashes you know like maybe it's like a pink glass or a purple glass or they can make it into these orbs like a big marble piece that can sit on your dresser or something but that's another way I've seen um one having to do with clay pots and so they can spin it spin the ashes into a pot they can also plant it into a tree there's a lot of things that can be done now you know it's kind of kind of sucky because you know i would have my mom's been dead going on 20 years now and i would have loved to have a piece of jewelry to keep with me you know to have my mom with me so but yeah there's a lot of things out there now to keep your loved one with you maybe they
0: could uh, convert my ashes into a casserole dish that would uh, god <laughs> that would seem appropriate and, Hey, well you know this was jerry's favorite dish and by the way jerry it is the dish, dish.
1: <laughs> and he was kind of cheesy anyhow. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> good one, yes. <laughs> I try. I'm not yeah. as good as you, but every once in a while. No, you know what? I, I don't see a reason why not. But yeah, you can do a lot of different things now with ashes, um, much more so than even five years ago. And all you have to do is look look it up on Google and, um, and see what your options are. So I'm guessing,
0: Lisa, when you get all your plans made for your funeral, whatever arrangement you make, Mm -hmm. Uh, just like with when we talked about the the advanced directives uh, should you give copies of all these plans to the various people in your life
1: absolutely again because we want only certain people to be in charge of it so again when I finish mine I'm gonna give them to Jeffrey my husband Justin my son and Karen my daughter so they will know exactly what I want I'll probably send one to my brother but yeah, you should definitely keep a copy of it. Keep it where someone can get to it. Maybe on top of the filing cabinet or maybe on top of the china cabinet or somewhere that, that people can get to it if you, if what well, I'm trying to say, if you're dead, ha, that didn't make any sense. Somewhere where people can get to it and, you know, like don't put it in a safety deposit box cuz that's not going to serve a purpose for anyone. So, but yeah, you should definitely make copies of it. Let people know, you know, I think the more that we talk about this stuff, the more that we document this stuff, I think life will just be easier for everyone. You know, maybe we can start a, a movement here and get people to talk about it. It's, um, it's hard to talk about. I mean, here I am, Dr. Death, and I haven't even done mine yet. So, but it's not because I don't want to, it's because I just haven't made the time to do it.
0: Well, Lisa, if someone is uh, going through a grieving process or uh, has concerns about uh, issues related to death, funerals, end-of-life issues, etc., what kind of services do you offer?
1: Well, I am a certified grief counselor. And you know what? They can call me – excuse me, not call me, but email me. That is much better. At Lisa at DrLisaOliver.com. And they can um, – arranged to speak with me, but you know what? There's a lot for a lot of us. There's an Employee Assistance Program through our jobs, and it's called the EAP. And I've used it for family counseling and for individual counseling, and they can set you up also with a grief counselor.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa, don't you have a website that
1: people could go to? I, oh, you are just setting me up today, boy. Yeah, my website is www.drlisaoliver.com and you can find out about death cafes and death education series that I um, put on and you know even though I'm based in Atlanta I can travel the world so if you're interested I might even bring Jerry along (laughs) (laughs) that'll be interesting but yeah um If you want to reach out to me regarding grief issues or or end of life or bereavement and things, um, I can try to help you out or direct you you to where you should go.
0: All right. Well, as always, the time is zip by and we are out of time. But Dr. Lisa, always a great pleasure to chat with you and we'll
1: see you next time. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you all soon. Bye.